0: Alrighty, how's everyone doing? Uh, I am in my bedroom right now. I have a mic officially. Uh, this episode is gonna come out a little late because I was uh, waiting for some equipment. It got delayed to till tomorrow. I was gonna hold off for this episode in g- general, just tomorrow, because there is a baseball game going on right now. Uh, speaking of them, let me just pull that up right now so I can have that in the background, just to update you guys while I do this. Uh, the Braves are winning one to nothing as I'm recording this. Uh, and I'll just keep it, I'll keep you posted as as time goes with that. So, sorry about the late post tonight. Uh, I was really excited for my uh, equipment to get here. Uh, it's not much, but I do have a mic, so I'll just get this going. Um, I'm going to try to clip these pieces in uh, a way where it's sections, so you can fast forward in my, in the, the, app will tell you or the website anchor spotify you this thing on should tell you what i will be talking about in those sections uh so if you hear a a weird cut and then it transitions to me talking about something else just know that i did that and it's not your phone or the app i cut it but i'm very excited to get into this episode i'm super motivated i feel excited for this one i'm getting better i'm opening up to you guys so uh, let's get going all right, so our first topic today that I do want to talk about uh, is kind of a kind of a tough one for some people, and a trigger warning for people who have uh, suffered with sexual assault and abuse. Obviously, this isn't a bright topic, but I think with how big it is in the sports world right now, I think it's important to talk about uh, that. Of course, being the unfortunate scandal with the Blackhawks, with uh. Joel Queenville, if I'm saying that right. Uh, Very unfortunate. He actually resigned yesterday from uh, the Florida Panthers. So I'm going to read a little excerpt I have here from the New York Times about everything that's kind of happening. So I'm not going to talk about this too much. I don't want to bring down the tone. I have much uh, more lighthearted stuff to talk about uh, later. I just want to get this out of the way because it is a very unfortunate, strong problem in, in sports and not even just uh, hockey. But there is, unfortunately, abuse of power everywhere in sports right now with Gruden in his emails. Uh, we've seen players, Deshaun Watson recently, with the uh, with the Texans and the 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 masseuses if I'm saying that right uh a few people have come out about him so Uh, let me see where I'm going to start here uh well Kyle Beach is the player that came out the John Doe as everyone was saying he said I hope that this entire process can make a systematic change to make sure this never happens again uh, Beech's accus- accusations were first leveled publicly in May in a lawsuit filed against the Blackhawks that is still ongoing, but the investigation commis- commissioned by the team revealed that he had immediately told the coach that he had been assaulted in 2010. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Joel Queensville was on the Blackhawks, and this all kind of happened uh, when they were... And they were winning all their Stanley Cups. Uh, it happened in 2010, which is when they won in that era. And then they won again in 13, 15. And yeah, Kevin Beach is... Or Kyle Beach, I'm sorry. Is the player who was assaulted. Not only with this, there's many more. Uh, 14 former players in an amateur Canadian league have recently filed a lawsuit saying they were sexually and physically assaulted while being hazed when they were teens. A former coach from a Pittsburgh Penguins minor league affiliate accused the team in a lawsuit of firing him after he reported that a boss had sexually assaulted his wife. So again, Kyle Beach is just the first player to speak out about this, but many more have come out and have said all this. Um, I don't want to get too much into my opinion because I'm not talking about this to uh, bring my opinions. Obviously, most people should, if not all people, <laughs> should think this is awful and a wrong thing um and like I said earlier we see this in a lot of a lot of sports media today with abuse of power and um a lot of people are curious with the Washington football team's emails that more in football might even get um brought out so it is super unfortunate my thoughts go out to Kyle Beach and the other uh, players who were assaulted and uh, sexually abused or physically abused—it's really unfortunate. And uh, apparently, a former NHL player—I just read this uh, in this article again, still on the New York Times—a former NHL NHL player who was born in Nigeria accused a coach of referring to him with a racial slur and described a former teammate who had knocked out his teeth as a racist sociopath. So now it's. I did not know that. I just found that as I'm reading this uh, and giving you guys the information. Um, Now it's more than just sexual and and physical assault. Obviously, those are already bad in the first place. But, man, racist comments, too. This is literally what we just talked about and uh, tried to solve, or the NFL. I'm not going to say the NFL tried to solve because I think there's more going on, and I think the NFL could have done a little more than – I think seeing these coaches resign – is, is unfortunate and not having them be fired. Um, I think that would show a lot more from the organizations and the leagues themselves or the management. Uh, I mean, the ownership of, of the teams, but um, there's probably more to all these stories, you know, more people could have been involved. It's just real all unfortunate that um, sports have so many awful behind the scenes things that that don't come out until until much later when it's I mean it's not too late uh Joel Queensville I keep saying if I'm saying that right sorry um he just resigned so I guess it it wasn't I it was too late I guess not I guess it definitely was too late because it went on way too long and more players were were assaulted by this sort of thing so affected I mean so definitely too late. Um but he got his justice. Hopefully he'll never coach again if this is all true. I, I don't know how much has been proven true. Uh, obviously I'm gonna believe um Kyle Beach before I believe anyone else. Until until they're proven uh innocent. I know it usually is innocent until proven guilty, but with everything coming out in our world It's hard not to believe the players because so much bad stuff is coming out in sports. Anyway, I just wanted to glance over this one quickly. Uh, It is an important one. I don't want people to think I'm glancing over it because it's not important. It is by far the most important news in sports today. Um, Anything like this should be taken very seriously. Um, My thoughts go out to Kyle Beach and uh, everyone who was affected by not just Joel, Joel, Queensville's comments but uh everybody who who did this to their players and you know used racial slurs unfortunately but yeah I just want to talk about this real quick and uh not to bring the tone down to start off this episode but I wanted to start off with this and uh feel free to skip if it's a little hard for you to listen or if you're not a fan of hearing about this stuff or want more lighthearted stuff it will get more fun later in the episode I just feel like I needed to talk about this all right, sorry about that. Now onto a, a more happy subject. Also, sorry about the echo in this room. Like I said, I'm getting equipment, and it—I don't have a room that really is meant to be doing this, um, so it does kind of sound echoey. And uh, I'm gonna get that fixed eventually. So, but anyway, now onto my main topic that I really, really, really wanted to talk about: uh, definitely Packers versus Cardinals game. Um, I have a few notes that I took on my phone yesterday while I was watching the game. Uh, So I want to start off with, uh, at the beginning of the game, uh, both teams were kind of stalemated, and um, Kyler Murray was scrambling around in the pocket, and he kind of threw one up. And I believe, I can go by the play-by-play right here. So uh, Green Bay punted first, uh, Arizona punted, uh, Green Bay punted again, and then on third and eight, on their Arizona had the ball at 3rd and eight on their own 39. Um and Kyle Murray was kind of scrambling and he just lobbed it in the air completely. Just blindly threw it. And DeAndre Hawkins came down with it for 58 yards. He actually got it to Green Bay's three yard line. Um but then it got called back fifteen yard or got enforced at the six, called back fifteen yards because he grabbed the the Packers face mask, the defender, um, excuse me, sorry. Um, yeah, but I wrote this down because, um, this is definitely how the Cardinals season have, has been going, um, or it's the perfect way to describe their season. Uh, Kyler Murray totally just threw it up and somehow, some way, the Cardinals, uh, came down with it. Obviously this doesn't mean as much anymore after the Cardinals, uh, Lost last night. Spoiler alert! Uh, for those of you who don't know, the game ended in twenty four twenty one Green Bay. Uh, I'm gonna talk about it a little more because holy wow, it was literally one of the most insane games I've seen in my life. Um, anyway, I wrote down through the first uh few uh possessions, the t- the Cardinals through their first one, two, three, four, they had four possessions in the first quarter. They punted three of them, and they got. Um, on their first drive, they only got 21 yards. Their second drive, they only got 63 yards and their, their, uh, their third one, they got negative five and their fourth one, they got 14 yards. Um, do the math as you like, uh, they were underperforming gigantically. Sorry for the car you hear passing by. Um, they were underperforming ridiculously. Uh, it was kind of crazy to see the Packers defense came out of nowhere and played very, very well. Um, and I wrote down here, I was like, oh boy, another defensive game. We're going to see low scoring. It's going to be a boring scoring game, but it picked up eventually. It did definitely pick up. Um, the earlier in the game in the first quarter, um, I believe it would have to be on this punt drive by the Packers. Yeah. With 1139 in the set in. the. This is the second quarter. What am I talking about? This is the first quarter. Um, or is this the first quarter. So sorry. I'm trying to figure this out. Oh, okay, it's second quarter. Sorry. Um. So the, the yardage I, I read was definitely... That was their first half stats. Okay, sorry. I wrote that down on my phone some more too. Um, they had, I can look, team stats. Is it not gonna tell me by half? No, it is not. I have it in my phone some more, so I'll pull that up when the time comes when I talk about halftime. Uh, anyway, uh, back to the punt. With 11:39 in the second quarter, the Packers got the ball and they went down the field, but they got stopped at their own 49. And then on fourth and seven, they punted the ball, but for some odd reason, Rondale Moore fair caught it, went to go get it, and then went to catch it, but he wasn't even in a position to get under the ball completely and catch it in like a safe way. And he was committed to catch it, and then last second he tried to pull away, which led to the ball bouncing off his finger and rolling down to Arizona's three. And the Packers recovered at their own three. This could have been detrimental, and it actually was detrimental, because the Cardinals ended up losing by three points. At the time, the Packers got the ball to three and didn't score, which was shocking. Uh, first and three, and Rodgers, incomplete pass to Mercedes Lewis, which was actually a ridiculous one-handed catch in the back of the end zone, but he stepped out of bounds. Uh, really unfortunate that he couldn't get his feet in. It was a really nice catch. Um, and then he threw a incomplete pass to J.J. Wan Winfrey, I think is his first name, J.J. Uh He had a fun game. He's fun to watch all these uh, backup receivers uh, play because no one knew who they were, and now they got to make a name for themselves, and hopefully Rodgers will trust them more down the road. And then third and three, Aaron Rodgers threw it to Randall Cobb, and it was incomplete. Uh, Mason Crosby got a 21 yard field goal, which made it, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, 10 to 10 to seven. Cause that field goal came after an earlier touchdown to, um, who did he connect on this drive? Oh, Aaron Jones ran it in. So yeah, that that all that happened after Aaron Jones is touchdown, uh, let me find these these stats I have. Um, I thought I put them somewhere. I could be wrong. Oh, you want know what? I do have them. Sorry. So at halftime, the Packers had the ball for twenty-one minutes and nineteen seconds. Let me just do the math here. So. and the cardinals had the ball for 8 minutes and 41 seconds. That is Packers had the ball for 12 more minutes than the cardinals in the first half. Um which is almost an entire quarter more than the cardinals. I mean it is impressive if you look at the cardinals defense it I had not ha- having the ball for 12 minutes less than your opponent and um and only giving up 10 points but also, you have to think that people weren't even questioning the Cardinals defense going into this because the Packers had no weapons. So even go even trailing by 10, I mean by three and giving up 10 is still too much for an offense that had nobody. And it's not like they were the Packers really crushed it. I, I mean the Cardinals' offense was just non-existent. A punt, touchdown, punt, punt. They only responded to a touchdown. Oh, no, the Packers responded to the Cardinals' touchdown. So not only that, the the Cardinals scored, and the Packers— I mean, the then the Cardinals' defense let the Packers score. Yeah, it's just crazy. So it was literally the craziest game. And I will say now, before someone brings it up, I will eat my words. The Packers definitely outplayed the Cardinals. I said the Cardinals were going to beat the Packers. I, I said there was, like, a 10% chance, I think, that the, the Packers win— um I was wrong. Packers are good. Aaron Rodgers is still a stud. Uh Yeah. But anyway, um Yeah, so a few notes I have. Um Hopkins did go out in the first quarter uh right before halftime. I don't remember if he came in. He did come in again. I don't remember if he came in before halftime. Uh when he went out, it seemed like the game changed completely. Uh, offense wasn't getting going after that. Um, yeah, and they were just a mess after he went out. Uh, Packers went into halftime winning 10-7. And then after halftime, the first drive after halftime by the Cardinals, Kyler Murray threw an interception. <laughs> Granted, I think it did go through the receiver's hands, but we all, we all blame Mahomes for being really bad right now. Uh, and his receivers tip a lot of passes into defenders' hands, so I'm going to blame Kyler Murray on it. Um, he and en- he got intercepted by Henry Black, and he returned it to the Arizona 14. They were on their own nine at the time because Chase Evans lost four yards on a run, and um, Kyler Murray got sacked for ten. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he got he got picked off. And they returned it to Arizona's fourteen. Uh, he didn't return. He got tackled at the fourteen. But you know, um, and then Randall Cobb, who was Aaron Rodgers' stud, uh, he he caught a touchdown, which he ended up catching two um, in the game. After the touchdown, though, by the Packers, which made it seventeen to ten, or I mean seventeen to seven. Sorry, um, he. The Cardinals did respond with a touchdown by – and this was probably their best drive of the game. They got – it was five minutes and 15 seconds. Uh, Yeah, that was their longest drive of the game. That's literally insane. Uh, It was James Conner who ran it in for two yards. It, I mean, nothing really to talk about. Crazily on this drive. Sorry. Got a message. Okay. Anyway, um. Hopkins did come back in this quarter, and I believe actually. Yeah. So kind of crazy stuff. Um. He actually. Hopkins came back in the third quarter on this drive. They were struggling. They fourth and four, but they converted first and ten, neutral zone fraction, first and five, at Green Base forty one. So they were driving, but it was taking them a lot. And at that pace, they probably wouldn't have even had enough time to get it to how close it ended up being. DeAndre Hopkins is he? I think it was his first catch from after returning. Uh, was for eleven yards, and then immediately after that. Zach Ertz broke one out for 20, and then James kind of ran it in for two. Um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it seemed like if Hopkins played, this could have been a different ballgame because you obviously double cover or you bracket Hopkins. Um For those who don't know um, what bracketing is, uh, the Patriots did it to Tyree Kill years ago in the AFC Championship game. Um, I don't know if I'm explaining it correctly. I'll bring up the correct terms. Uh, but pretty much you use your corner – and your safety um and it's double coverage right here uh oh what this is not what i wanted. uh in which two defenders sag off the people they are defending and take whichever offensive player comes into their zone so that's probably what i was assume what i would assume they might have done to hopkins if not playing man um Granted, I don't know what they did. That's just me trying to use football knowledge. And I could be completely wrong. But um, yeah, anyway, uh, I bring this D-hop thing up because after that, it seemed like uh, Murray had more options to throw to. Obviously, with the Hopkins being out, he definitely had less options. But it seemed like the Packers were able to e- more easily defend because they probably didn't have to double cover anymore. Um, And Hopkins being back brought out Ertz. Um, gave Ertz the ability to get open even though he wasn't really present in this game which was shocking because he played he played well against the Texans he had that big touchdown Um, moving on to the Packers next drive um, I believe it was another Randall Cobb touchdown yeah it was which made the game 24-14 and this is when it got really crazy the game was getting good right people were scoring all we wanted after that awful Monday night game but then it was 24-14, And at this point I'm sitting on my couch, I'm watching the game. I'm like, it really does not seem like the the Cardinals have any hope of winning this game. Like it is most likely over. That that touchdown by Green Bay came they scored with fourteen pretty much at the, the very first play of the neck in the, of the fourth quarter. So they had the whole fourth quarter. Um so I was sitting here and I was like, "Well, now there's no way the Cardinals win. They're down by ten. They their defense can't stop the the Packers, and their offense has looked awful." Um. So the next drive with the Cardinals, they scored relatively quick. They got the ball with fourteen fifty six and they scored with ten forty five. So that it took them four minutes and eleven seconds, if I do my math right. Um. And then James Conner ran that one in, and it was pretty good. Pat, a pretty. Good pass attack. I mean, you have well, there's a defensive pass interference for eleven yards on the first play. Then they ran it with Chase Edmonds for two yards. Uh Kyler Murray scrambled for seven. Edmonds up the middle again, but then they started passing it. Edmonds for nine, Ertz for nine, Rondale Moore for nine, AJ Green for four, Ertz for nine, Connor ran it in for nine. Uh for a nine unit touchdown. Um So, yeah, so then it was 24-21, and everyone was like, oh, shoot, Packers have to score here because they have 10. The Cardinals scored so fast that, like, people were like, okay, shoot, that was way too quick. This is not the Cardinals we've been seeing. What's going on? But everyone just kind of – I mean, I can't say everyone. I'll speak for myself. Uh, I just assumed that the Packers were going to score. Aaron Rodgers with the ball in a clutch situation. I was like, he has to score. So they they pass it. They get it down the field. They're passing um a lot of good pass plays from the like J. Wan Winfrey got a few. He did end up fumbling it, but it rolled out of bounds. It was a actually the fumble was crazy because he kind of lobbed it forward. It was like a random fumble, but it rolled out of bounds. But if he didn't fumble, they would have scored the touchdown that they needed to make this game seem a little far out of reach um granted it didn't play an effect because the cardinals lost but um they they kept driving an unnecessary roughness call which i'm going to rant real quick i was actually going to tweet something about how the the referees were pretty good this game and through my eyes i thought they they were pretty pretty harmless they they weren't calling too many calls that were changing the game and the calls they did call were, were correct. I mean like the D Hop one earlier was a literally blatant face mask. Like and he tried to play it off like he wasn't face masking. I was like, bro, you're definitely face masking this person right now. Don't act like you're not. I love D Hop though. Love the nuke. Um anyway, uh but this unnecessary roughness call was was kind of weird because at first, I thought it was the, the receiver that went out of bounds. Um, he was – he was I think it was Winfrey, if it says here, let me see. Yeah, Winfrey – oh, no, St. Brown caught the ball. And he was getting pushed out of bounds, but he was making an effort to stay in, like run forward, get a few more yards. And then he fell out of bounds, and he was out of bounds for like a millisecond, and then got hit. And I was like, that's not, that's not a flag. That's not unnecessary roughness. He wasn't making an effort to go out of bounds. He was trying to stay in. He had to get pushed out. But then behind the play, Bud- oh, Byron Murphy, not Baker, hit someone's helmet. And I get in the NFL, helmet-to-helmet helmet is illegal no matter what. But it just seemed so weird that that was the penalty that, that really – it didn't change the game, but, like, I, did, I don't know. I didn't get it. I I really didn't get it. I thought you should have just let them play. It only gave them two yards, but it is an automatic first down. So who knows what would have happened. The, the play was for seven, so it would have been second and three. I mean, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be ranting. I just didn't like the call. I get you can't hit the helmet at all, but just stupid. I mean, if you're going to sit out the whole game for many calls and you're only going to call ones that are really obvious, then just don't don't throw that flag. I don't know. I just like I like letting the let the players play. That's just my my mindset. um So the Cardinals, oh, no, so the Packers, it's 24-21. The Packers have the ball at Arizona's one. Aaron Jones runs it up the middle, and it's it's ruled a touchdown. Um, it then got reviewed, and they they reversed it, saying he never broke the plane. And I I I kind of want to hear if anyone's listening, um, what you guys thought of this of this call, because in my eye, it did look like the ball did not break the plane. It looked like he was stopped short of goal line. It was the angle that was showing for, as if I was the quarterback. If I was playing the line of scrimmage, it looked like his butt went down and his the ball was at like the inch yard line. Uh, granted, I do get the rule if there is not enough evidence to overturn it, you do have to let it stand, and they did rule it a touchdown. So I do get if, if fans are upset, and I, I actually could see why Cardinal fans would be upset because they ran three more plays after this, which killed the clock. Granted, that's not how the Cardinals ended up losing this game. I'll get into that when we get there. But you don't rush as much as you do if you're the Cardinals Um at the end, which led to how it turned out. Granted, then if the touchdown does count, then it is 3121, so maybe you don't want that touchdown regardless of how this game turned out. Um Yeah, but interesting stuff. It it really was a crazy game in the last. It was like another It was like two football games. The first football game took place first through third quarter. And then the fourth quarter was a complete different game. It was like the craziest game ever. Because it was a a pretty solid game. I would say the game of the year before this, in my opinion, was Patriots-Cowboys. I really enjoyed that game. Uh, The fact that two two minutes, like all those scoring uh, plays, the Trayvon Diggs pick, the porn touchdown and the field goal and the overtime thing um that was definitely the game of the year but this i was sitting there and i was like oh my god this is not happening right now this is literally insane i don't think anybody really expected this ending after the beginning so for it to happen was definitely jaw-dropping and i haven't even got to the best part the ending which was crazy so anyway um they don't get in the end zone the the packers don't run it in they get stopped at the one and it gets overturned so then it's second and goal. And they run it again with Aaron Jones, but he gets stopped again, which is crazy. And then on third and goal, the Green Bay Packers have no timeouts, and they were taking their time, letting the clock run out. But they got a delay game, which which moved them back to their to Arizona's five. So now you really take all all chance of of a uh, run play, and you're telling the Cardinals, okay, we're gonna throw it because at this point in the game, uh, when the pass play occurred. It's thir- 3 minutes and 39 seconds. There's no way the Packers are kicking a field goal to make it 27-21 because then the Cardinals only need a touchdown to win regardless. You don't have enough to win-, win by a touchdown. So if you kick a field goal, you lose 28-27 if they score. If you score a touchdown, you are winning 31-28. So obviously the Pack, everyone in the stadium and everyone at home knows that the Packers, no matter what, are going for a touchdown. So but this third and five happens and you're like, OK, well, they're going to throw it now, obviously. Right. Like they're not going to run it. So they they drop back. Uh, Aaron Rodgers drops back to throw. He does run. He no one's open. He scrambles. And Aaron Rodgers, like the literally the most cool quarterback ever. Runs and instead of worrying about like a shoulder injury or like a concussion, he lowers his dang head. And he tries to bury three defenders. It was super cool, super fun to watch. He doesn't get in, unfortunately. I kind of wish he did because then it would have been all over. He's already being named right now uh, for the play with his helmet coming off. But, oh, my God, that would have been so cool to see a quarterback bury three defenders. That's what I live for. I love quarterbacks. Anyway, moving on. Um, So we, they're back at the Cardinals' one. They literally have not been able to get it in from the Cardinals' one. Aaron Rodgers, at this point... I guess they did their job, right? Because now, now it's they're at the one-yard line. They've tried to run it in, they didn't get it, but they could still run or they could throw it. Green Bay Packers call one of the weirdest play calls. I believe Randall Cobb like, rolled like, ran out right on a short route, and I don't even think he was in the end zone. Let me pull it up. Why not? Anyway, Aaron Rodgers like completely botches the throw, and they turn it over, um, on downs in the Cardinals zone like literally a yard away a yard away from putting the game away <laughs> here i'm pulling it up real quick so sorry i, I kind of want to make sure uh, i saw this right i was watching the entire game other than a few bathroom ba- uh, breaks i was literally sitting there in like complete shock watching this game um real quick while this loads i also want to talk about the injuries unfortunately uh real quick i do have it written down um the player was named Jonathan, War- Jonathan Ward was the person who hit – he hit Ky- Kylie Hill, if I'm saying that right. And, oh, my God, it was a brutal injury. I hope he's okay. I hope he – I mean, he did put a thumbs up. So, like I said, I hope he's he's doing well. And while this video loads, I can also look that up. People who are concerned about that. They were both carted off. Jonathan Ward got, okay, he got diagnosed with a concussion. His He has full feeling in his body. So that's good. And then, oh man, Kylan Hill has a knee injury. And I don't know about him yet. But he was ruled out of yesterday's game right after that. They both were, that hit was brutal. I definitely don't recommend watching it it's not like bloody or like a bone popping injury or you know or like where you see their leg pop but it is just awful you kind of see Jonathan Ward's like he loses that like, consciousness for a second and it, it's really awful anyway uh now that the video loads I have the play right here with Randall Cobb on fourth and goal and I got an state format how fitting discount double check oh my god come on I can't skip it Oh, and also Robert Tanyan got hurt and prayers for him. I think he's he's probably done for a while. He walked out of the stadium. Uh I'll check up his real quick. Sorry, I'm kinda of all over the place, but I'm trying to load this so I can kind of see what happens and, and give you like a what happened near the end. Robert Tanyan. I was also gonna talk about these injuries anyway. Um he's out for oh my god, he's out for the season with the torn ACL. Dude. Oh, and Kylan Hill is out for the season. So what I read was wrong. His injury was... They did diagnose him with something. So you have Robert Tanyan tore his ACL, which is awful. And it doesn't say anything about Kylan Hill on here. It just says he's also out for the season. Um... Anyway, so yeah, that's unfortunate. Injuries are plaguing the NFL this year. It's very unfortunate. But here we go. Sorry for my phone buzzing. Uh, okay, so here, I have it right here. I'm fourth and goal. So Rodgers takes a snap. It's a play action. Oh, no, so he throws it. To, so Randall Cobb doesn't roll out right. Randall Cobb is in the end zone. He runs like a little hook. And Rodgers dumps it off. First off, well, the, the ball gets batted down, but there's no way this pass gets completed. I wish I had it up. Like I wish I could like have like a stream and like pull it up. It is covered very well. And it gets batted down by I don't even know who that is. I can't I can't tell. They're running around like maniacs. Um So anyway, they don't get the touchdown. They get nothing. So it's 24-21 with three minutes and 26 seconds left. And the Cardinals have the ball. And at this point, now the Cardinals are kind of in a groove. They have scored touchdowns on the their last two drives. Um, and both of their drives have been five, four and five minutes. So they are probably going to kill this clock, and they are going to stomp it on this field, and they're going to win. That's what everyone's probably thinking. Packer fans are probably shaking in their boots right now. Um, so anyway, they decide to run it on first down. Then they throw in a complete pass. And then AJ Green. Also, remember AJ Green's name right now because it's important for later. Uh, Christian Kirk gets a twenty-nine yard reception to Green Base forty-seven. So they're already in like close position to win this game, or I mean, tie this game and go into overtime. Uh, I believe they had they had two or one timeouts. They had two left. They had two timeouts left. Um. So after this Kirk, Christian Kirk play, they got to the two minute warning, and then after that, Randall Moore got a night young catch. Uh. Then the next play w- was ran at a minute and twenty six in the fourth, and Christian Kirk got a pass for six yards. He ran out of bounds, so the clock stopped. And then the next play, and oh my gosh, this was this is crazy. Okay, sorry, I keep saying that, but I'm I'm literally like this game is living in the back of my mind. It's literally I've been all I've been thinking about. They, the Cardinals snapped the ball, and the ball goes over Kyler Murray's head. And I, in my house, everyone went silent. Everyone was like, "Oh, what's gonna happen? like? Oh my God, how did that just happen?" Um. They got it back. So then everyone was like, Whew. Cardinal fans were breathing. Packer fans were still very upset. Um. Then the very next play, they got an eighteen, a twenty-two yard pass. Sorry. And they got to Green Bay's 18 with a minute and 16. So now we're like, everyone was like, okay, they're going to kill the clock. They're going to get a field goal at least, but they're going to try to score a touchdown and to end this game because the Packers have no timeouts. And I know Aaron Rodgers is literally so good with like two minutes left in the game, but um, with no timeouts, that's very difficult. Um, so then Kyler Murray ran it for nine yards and then he got out of bounds. So the clock stopped at a minute 16. Kyler Murray then. Uh, ran for a yard I believe. Yeah, ran for a yard. Then so he got the first down and he stayed in bounds. And then I sorry this thing cuts me off at uh 30 minutes, which is how long that last thing was, and I wasn't finished. So uh to continue what I was saying, um Kyle Murray ran for a yard. And then Chase Edmonds ran for three yards, and it was first and goal. So now it's second and five, second and goal at Arizona at Green Bay's five, sorry. And then they called out with 15 seconds left, and everyone was kind of like, are they playing for a tie, or are they going to win? Obviously, they were probably trying to leave no clock, no time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers to score, which is obviously the smart thing to do. But he had no timeouts, so it would have just been a Hail Mary. But even then, Hail Mary's in – Against the Cardinals in that stadium, don't go their way. Uh, referring to the playoff game, how many, however many years ago? Anyway, so on second and goal at Green Bay's five, with fifteen seconds left, Kyler Murray drops back. He threw it right to AJ Green, who was covered by Russell Douglas. And after Kyler Murray threw it, the camera slowly... Quick, not like quickly panned over to A.J. Green, who wasn't even looking at the ball. And Russell Douglas reached around him and intercepted the ball in the Cardinals' end zone and then walked out of the end zone for a touchback. And then Kyler Murray laid on the floor, injured, after, and A.J. Green threw his hands up in the air like he did not know the play. This is A.J. Green who's been in the NFL for years, and he just threw the game because he didn't know what the play was. I'm not really sure I haven't heard his excuse or what they've been saying about this. I just know that everyone's like, how do you not know the play? <laughs> he literally doesn't turn around. And Russell Douglas is just like, oh, this is this is nice. Thank you. So the Packers ended up winning 24-21 in one of the craziest games ever. Kyler Murray got hurt on the last play. Uh, I'm not going to look that one up because I'm not too sure. Like, I don't know if he's, and I mean no offense to Kyler Murray, but I don't know if he's actually hurt <clears throat> or if he's trying to find an excuse to be like, yeah, I threw that pick because I'm hurt. That would be very lame. I hope that's not what he's doing. But you have to take the loss. You're 7-1. and one. You're now the two seed. You gave the Packers the one seed. Suck it up. That's just how it'd be, right? The Packers are the one seed, right? I'm not too sure. I would believe they are because they beat the Cardinals. But yeah, anyway, that, um, I was trying to look up if they were the one seed, but I don't. Oh, oh, full standings, full standings. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay. Uh, they are. Yeah, they are the one seed. Packers are one, Cardinals two, Bucks three, Rams four, Cowboys five. Um,. So, yeah, that's all I have to talk about about the Packers and Cardinals game. I just wanted to talk about it because it literally was the most insane game of the year. Uh, definitely a lot, of ha- a lot of stuff happened um, within the last, like, three minutes of this game. Uh, if you want to watch the highlights, I recommend you go do that. I recommend most of you who did not watch the game to go watch the highlights and witness some of it with your eyes and not through my verbal description. That was all over the place. It was literally the most insane game. It was so much fun to watch. Uh we need more primetime games like that. And I am sorry for doubting the Packers so hard. Uh I will hop off the Cardinals the Cardinals bandwagon. Um because I was up there butt all week. So yeah, that's it for this segment. Uh we're gonna move on to game picks for the NFL this coming Sunday. Um not the Sunday night game though. I'll discuss that on Sunday. But uh yeah, let's move on. Alrighty, next segment. Oh, we're gonna do uh, week eight game picks. I'm technically one and one right now because I picked Cardinals and uh, and then I picked the Saints for Monday night, which ended up happening. Uh, I know I'm starting this late, so my record's gonna be like a half season record, but um, I still want to do it. it. Sounds something uh, like something fun to do. So we're gonna do it. The first one I have here is the Panthers at Atlanta, and let's see who's favored in this game. Is it? Is it gonna? It's gonna tell me. I would love for it to tell me. Okay, um, Atlanta's favored by three. And I gotta say, you're probably crazy if you think the Falcons are going to win this game. The Falcons are 3-3. Three and three, The Panthers are 3-4. and four. Um, Panthers have really been bad the last couple weeks. Uh, they've lost four in a row after starting 3-0. But I think... I definitely don't think the Panthers are as good as I thought they were at the beginning. But I definitely do think they're better than the Falcons. Um... I think I would pick Sam Darnold and Chuba Hubbard and DJ Moore over Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley. And I don't even know who the running back is now. Who is the Falcons running back? Falcons running back. Wow. Oh, you want to know it? I think it's um. Oh yeah, Mike. It's Mike Davis now, isn't it? Isn't that their starter? I know they use Cordero Patterson, but i is he hurt? Or is he, is he okay? I don't know. I don't really keep up with the Falcons. Um, but yeah, I think it's Mike Davis. Yeah, I don't see those three doing anything to that Panthers defense. I can't believe the, the Falcons are actually favored over the Panthers. I know the Panthers have been awful and they lost to the Giants, but I still would, would bet on the, the Panthers to win that game. It just seems it seems a little a little strange to me. Um the Falcons lost to Washington this year. They beat the Dolphins. They beat the Jets. Like, see too, that's those aren't team like the Falcons should definitely beat those teams, right? Like they, they lost to the Eagles. They got killed by the Eagles, actually. They got killed by the Buccaneers. Oh and two. They beat the Giants. They're one two. That doesn't say much though. Well, I guess I guess it does because the Giants beat the Panthers, huh? But it's football. Anything can happen any week, right? Yeah, I don't. I just don't see it. I don't see the Falcons beating the Panthers. No way. Um, the over is forty-six and a half. The over/under. That seems a little high. Obviously, I'm not telling you what to bet, but that just seems a little high. I don't think the I don't think the teams will score that much. Uh. Dolphins and Bills. This is easy. I'm not gonna take much time to talk about this. The Bills are gonna literally they're gonna do what the Patriots did to the Jets last week. It's gonna be like fifty-seven thousand to like three. The Bills are gonna kill the Dolphins. Quote me. Um The 49ers and the Bears. So this one's interesting because I think everybody Oh, also the the Bills are favored by 14 over the Dolphins. I think it's really funny. Uh the the Niners are favored by 4 and I know the Bears have been one of the most horrendous teams in all of football but I'm going to take the Bears I I love Jimmy Garoppolo but he's just not that guy um I think Justin I think Matt Nagy's one of the worst coaches in the NFL right now so he's got to go but they the Bears beat the Raiders uh and when play calling's not Matt Nagy, they sometimes look like they can win games. So I'm going to say the Bears beat the 49ers. Uh I'll do score I'll review these all and, and do scores, but right now I'm just going to give you what I think. Um the 49ers are favored by 4. I could see the 49ers winning by by more than a field goal. But I just I don't see it. I I think the Bears beat the 49ers. I think it'll be a good game, though. It's one of those games where it's like it could go either way, and I wouldn't be shocked, right? Steelers and Browns. Browns go in this favorite four and a half. Now, I don't know who's starting. Let me look it up. Is Baker Mayfield okay now, or is he still out? Baker Mayfield to start Sunday. And the Browns are only favored by four? Well, now that Baker Mayfield's playing, I think the Browns are going to kill the Steelers. I don't think the Steelers are that good this year. The fact that they're three and three is kind of crazy. But yeah, I think the Browns. I think the Browns beat the Steelers in in easy fashion. In in a nice easy, like we're just gonna beat you and move on next team. I don't think the Steelers make the playoffs this year. I don't think they stay uh, five hundred or, or I don't think they get over five hundred either. Um. Yeah that's all i have to say about that game i think it's an i mean if the steelers win i i would kind of be shocked because i don't think the steelers are that good i mean i granted i know the browns beat the broncos last week by the skin of their teeth but they didn't have baker mayfield and i know the week before that they did have baker mayfield and the cardinals steamrolled them but like i said it's football things happen different weeks anything could happen uh next is eagles and lions Ooh. The Dan Campbell fan in me wants to say the Lions to win. But Jalen Hurts is low key a god. I love Jalen Hurts. Oh, this is Philly is favored by three and a half. I'm going to do it just for my boy Dan. I'm going to say the Lions win. I'm going to say the Lions win, and they win by a field goal. At home in front of the home crowd, the Ford faithful, uh, the Ford faithful. I think it's I think it's their time. Let's go Lions! Right, one and seven. Playoff run maybe? Just kidding. Never in a million years. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna say the Lions just because I want to. Uh, I don't really think there's anything on paper to actually prove that the Lions are gonna win this game. But I want to say the Lions because I love Dan Campbell so yeah i'm not gonna talk much about that one because that one's gonna be that one has no playoff significance at all this one okay this one caught my eye last night when i was looking through this and, and thinking about who i was gonna pick the titans and the colts now before i tell you anything i want you in your head to say who you think would win that game okay give you some time to think most of you probably said the titans right the team that beat the bills um, Oh my god. I'm blanking. They beat the Bills. I mean, they did beat by the Jets, but... Who um, cares? Bills, they beat the Chiefs. That's it. Um, They beat the Bills. They beat the Chiefs. They beat the Colts, the Colts once by nine. They beat the Seahawks when they had Russell Wilson. And they got stopped by the Cardinals. But we don't need to talk about that. Um, so, Yeah. The Colts are favored by two and a half. Now, I don't know if it's because they're playing well or if they're home, but it seems kind of weird. I mean, Vegas always knows something, right? Vegas always kind of knows. But I think you have to be kind of crazy to not pick the Titans. Now, I don't know if there's some injury report happening, if that's why, but they've been fine without A.J. Brown and, and Julio Jones before. So I think the Titans win this, and I think they steamroll the Colts. I think they should look at the spread and be offended. You literally just stomped one of the best teams in football the last few years, and you're you're favored to lose to the Colts by two and a half points. Let that sink in. Nothing against the Colts. Carson wants playing very well, surprisingly well actually. But yeah, I don't like I don't like how that sits with me. So I'm gonna say Titans win that game. The next is the bangles the i believe the one seed bangles if i'm right i believe they're the one seed um in the jets uh bangles are favored by 11. uh yeah take the bangles away <laughs> bangles are gonna steamroll the jets with joe flacco i'm sorry i'm sorry joe joe flacco you were good at one point but you're not beating joe burrow and jamar chase arguably the rookie of the year favorite so yeah bangles kill the jets moving on Rams and Texans, another one where I'm just going to Rams kill the Texans. Let's move on. Uh, They're favored by 16 points. Okay, this one's another weird one. So last year, I'm going to look it up. Let's see. it. Okay, in 2020, on December 6th, the Patriots went into LA and obliterated the Chargers, 45 to nothing. I get Anthony Flint, Anthony Lynn, sorry, and and um a young rookie Justin Herbert and just a team that wasn't clicking due to injuries. But you're telling me that people think the Chargers are going to win by four and a half? I got the Patriots. The Patriots scored forty-five points against the Chargers with Cam Newton. Nothing against Cam Newton. I think he's a he's a solid. He's fine. He's a you know average quarterback now. He used to be elite. Patriots are two zero on the road, and the Chargers just came off. Well, I guess the Chargers are riding high, huh? The Chargers. The Chargers just beat the the Ravens. Oh no, the Ravens. Yeah, no, the Ravens killed the Chargers. They're coming off a devastating loss the to the Ravens they've lost to uh they've lost to the Seahawks they've lost to the. oh no that was preseason what am I, I okay they lost to the Cowboys and they lost to the Ravens I just don't know I think I think Belichick knows how to game plan against the Chargers um I think Justin Herbert struggled last year against them so he really has shown me no proof that he's gonna He's going to win this time. I know the Chargers defense is good. They're just a good team this year. Mike Williams is is playing out of this world. But with Mac Jones over Cam Newton and the way the Patriots special teams and defense obliterated them last year and the Patriots defense has only gotten better, I think the Patriots win. And I think they kind of win by a lot. I think they win by 10. 10 is my my, my vote. I think they'll be up by 17 at the end. The Chargers will get a late touchdown, and then the Patriots will win by 10. So then the Patriots jump to 4-4, four and four, and that could put them in the playoffs, I think. Not too sure. Um, but yeah, Chargers favored by 4.5. Jaguars, Seahawks. Now, this one is actually very fun to look at because Russell Wilson's probably not coming back still. Um, in fact, he's probably ruled out again. Oh, he's ahead of schedule, apparently. Yeah, so he's ahead of schedule, but I don't think, I don't think he's going to play. That would be the smart choice. I would not start my elite quarterback against the Jaguars and have him risk getting hurt. Um, this one's fun to look at though because uh, the Seahawks obviously have Geno Smith. They've been struggling; they're two and five, and the Jaguars are one and five. And they are looking rough this year. Um, I'm gonna take the Seahawks because I've been on the Geno Smith bandwagon ever since he started. He's the goat of Geno Smith. Um, just kidding. I know he's not the. I know he's not the goat, but I love Geno Smith. Um, I'd love to see a Geno Smith come out, uh, breakout game where he just destroys the Jaguars. So I'm gonna say the Seahawks take it from the Jaguars. Um, Broncos play the Washington football team, and the Broncos are favored by three. This is one that I didn't even know existed. This kind of feels like a game that's just no one's going to watch. I'm going Broncos, I think. I think we're going to go Broncos. Played well against the Browns. Case Keenum. Washington football team's really not looking good this year, which is a bummer. They were very fun to watch last year. Yeah, I'm gonna go Broncos. Uh, I think it'll be a close game, but I don't think anyone's really gonna watch it. Things be kind of boring. Moving on. Ooh, ooh, ooh Buccaneers Saints. Buccaneers Saints. Yes, it's a good one. Uh, Buccaneers Saints. is a good rivalry. Saints are four and two. Buccaneers are six and one. Saints' defense is out of this world ridiculous this year for some strange odd reason. And the Buccaneers are just the Buccaneers, right? They have Tom Brady. That's all you really need to say. I think the Buccaneers win. I think they, they they changed the curse from last year when they lost two in the regular season. I guess it's not really a curse, right? Because they they beat the Saints in the playoffs. But yeah, I think the Buccaneers win. Uh, they're favored by four and a half. I think they'll win by, by a pretty reasonable amount. I don't think it's going to be a, a, that close. I don't think James Winston is that guy to beat the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that one. I just I like the rivalry. I hope it's a good game. But I think the Buccaneers take it, uh, and that's it. Um, I'm not going to talk about the Cowboys, Vikings, or the Giants, uh, Chiefs game until uh, until Sunday afternoon, between the afternoon after the afternoon game is and before the Monday uh, Sunday night game. Um, and then the teams on a buy this week, by the way, are the Raiders and the Ravens. Two two good teams. They they get a they get a break. So I'm going to run through this these games again and solidify my picks. Uh, so Panthers and Falcons I think the Panthers win. I think it will be I'll say 28-24 Panthers. Uh oh wait. If it's 28-24, that definitely I said I don't think they're gonna get the over, and I just predicted predict them to get the over. Wow, I'm so good at this, right? Uh 28. 28 plus 24. That's 52. So never mind. I do think they're gonna hit the over. Um Bills and Dolphins, uh, Bills forty-eight Dolphins thirteen. Uh Bears and 49ers. Bears, Bears twenty-four, N- Niners seventeen, uh Browns and Steelers, Browns, Browns thirty-three, St- Steelers uh hmm hmm. Browns, 33. Browns, 20. Oh, my gosh. Browns, 33. I'm really thinking. Steelers, 28. Screw it. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, Lions and Eagles. I really just want to be funny and say the Lions but the Eagles, but I know that's not happening. Uh, Lions, 35. Eagles, 27. Okay. Titans, Colts. Titans, Titans, 35, Colts, 21. Bengals and Jets, oh, uh, Bengals, 40 million, Jets, zero. Just kidding. Uh, Bengals, Bengals, 31, Jets, 17, no, 10. So, yeah, uh, Rams and Texans you know the Rams kind of take it easy on these scrub teams they don't they're not a team that like obliterates everyone they play like that's what I mean they're very good but they don't like they kind of just stop scoring when the team just gives up so they're like okay we don't want to be here so I'm going to say the Rams Rams 28 Texans 13 Patriots Chargers uh Patriots thirty-eight. No, Patriots don't put up thirty-eight against the Chargers, do they? No. Patriots thirty-one. Chargers twenty-one. Sticking by that ten-point. That ten-point uh, deficit. Uh, Seahawks and Jaguars. Seahawks twenty-four. Jaguars twenty-one. Broncos and Washington. I'm gonna put this as a low-scoring game. Uh, Broncos twenty, Washington Football Team seventeen. Buccaneers Saints Buccaneers Buccaneers thirty-five, Saints twenty-four, and that's it. Those are my those are my picks. Those are my picks of my scores. If you want to write those down somewhere, feel free. Uh, I think I have a perfect week on my hands. I think I'm about to absolutely annihilate everybody. I think I have an, a solid 1, two, three, four, five. 12 and 0 on my hands right here. Just kidding. I think I'm probably going to get like half of them wrong and half of them right and have to apologize for all my offensive takes. Anyway, that's my game picks. Um, I am going to dive into uh, MLB real quick after this because uh, I just got something on my phone that I want to talk about. Uh, But, yeah, that's it for NFL. Thank you for joining in if you're this year for football. But stick around if you want to hear about the Braves and Astros. Thank you so much. All righty. We have officially broken an hour, so I'm not going to go on too long. Uh, But uh, I'm currently sitting here, and uh, the MLB Game 3 Braves and Astros World Series is in the bottom of the eighth. And uh, the Braves had a combined no-no through – that would, that would be through through seven. Yeah, through seven. And they give it up in the eighth. Um, Braves are winning one-nothing. Uh, I imagine they'll hold on. That's kind of crazy that they shut out the Astros if it does turn out that way. And it's kind of crazy that a 1-0 game is happening in this World Series right now. It's kind of whack. Uh, that run, I believe, came in from... <laughs> Let's see. The RBI came from Austin Riley. So, Jock Pearson is still not doing anything, which is my World Series MVP pick. Great. Love that for me. Anyway, yeah, that's it for football. I mean, for baseball. Sorry. I just want to update you guys real quick as I'm talking about this. Uh, my prediction is going to be that it ends 1-0 and the Braves move up 2-1. Uh, so, yeah. Alrighty, you lovely people. That concludes it for this episode. Um, thank you so much for watching or listening, I should say. Uh, I'm still trying to expand my uh, equipment and um, expand my like my my uh, podcasting stuff. but um, as of now the my quality got nicer. I think I'm talking through a real mic now. Um, but I don't have a soundproof like those like foam things that keep sounding. And uh, I, I'm gonna get some more stuff and I'm gonna try to eventually record myself. So there'll be videos of me. So if you want to watch me visually talking about it, I'm trying to get some friends on soon to debate about football uh, and baseball and stuff. So feel free uh, to come back. Uh, my next episode's on Sunday. I know that's Halloween for many, uh, but it will be there. If you do want to listen, I'll talk about the afternoon games and then the Sunday night game. And that one's probably going to come out earlier than 1030 Eastern, probably right after the the afternoon games are done. So after you see those, like an hour after they're done, If you want to listen, uh, it should be out. Um, But thank you so much for listening. Uh, It means the world. I'm really enjoying this. Almost a week in, uh, staying on the grind, staying up to date with sports and stuff. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And uh, remember, keep talking sports. Thank you.